You're tuning on the Brown Note and why John Barillaro just lost the Liberal Party the next impending New South Wales election. Yippee. Um, the last bastion of the Liberal Party in Australia. I wonder if they're sort of at any point going to notice the writing on the wall here as uh, there's virtually nowhere left in Australia. I don't even know. if Is there anywhere left that is liberal? So he's... Um, we've introduced this federal corruption body, the ICAC, or we're going to under the um, Anthony Albanese government. <laughs> and that's that task has got a lot easier. With one of the most blatant, self-serving transparently obvious cynically <laughs> like so john barillaro was the um, deputy leader of the uh, new south wales government the coalition with the nationals he was the leader of the national party and deputy prime minister under gladys berejiklian um, and I've said many times that uh, you work for the coalition, you work for the Liberal Party, you work for the National Party. It's the only job you're guaranteed to get a pay rise if you get the sack, if you lose office, or if you quit. And boy, did he do very well. Um, Dominic Perrottet, the uh, leader of the New South Wales Liberal Party, after Gladys Berejiklian quit to um, face corruption <laughs> charges... It's a theme, it's sub-thread, I can't quite grasp. Um, he's shown no political nous here if he actually let John Barillaro get away with this uh, up until this stage. He's not going to get away with it, I don't think. Um, but he's shown no political judgment. They've got, I think, is the election this year? I think they've got an election this year. It's going to be dominated by John Barillaro uh, and this unbelievable bit of... Um, Self-reward, self-care that he's managed to do. And with Albanese trying to introduce the federal ICAC and people like Barnaby Joyce saying, that, you know, this is going to destroy politics. The public are probably not going to agree with Barnaby on that one when they see something like John has just done. I mean, the public have just proved they want federal corruption bodies because even if you do support the Liberal Party, they don't support them giving themselves money like they're doing. Last days of Pompeii. No, it's more like um, actually Caligula, actually. Um, Barillari's got a bit of a history to him. Uh, well, he had that, a big spat with friendly Geordies. Um, so, uh, Jordan Shanks, friendly Geordies, great guy uh in a in a country with our relentlessly terrible news media uh barillaro publicly expressed offense at shanks mocking depictions where shanks likens barillaro to mario from super mario brothers and <laughs> powered by spaghetti um citing barillaro's consistent annual victories in the queen spaghetti eating contest um, in May 2021, Barillaro lodged a defamation claim in the federal court against Shanks, as well as Google, for refusing to delete the videos. But that's when, thing, that's when things got interesting. I was just seeing if the camera was on. Um, in June, Friendly Jaws producer Christo Lanker was arrested by counter-terrorism. Counter-terrorism. 
officers and charged with stalking Barilaro. Prompted by Barilaro's complaints to the police, he pleaded not guilty. Police allege he followed Barilaro, uh, repeatedly asking why he was suing friendly Geordies. The producer's lawyer, Mark Davis, states the video of the incident is not consistent with the police statement. Several notable figures have used social media to accuse Barilaro of lying to the police regarding the statement. Former Australian Pre uh, Prime Minister Kevin Rudd criticised Barilaro for asking counter-terrorism police to round up people he doesn't like, categorising friendly Geordie's incidents as the typical harassment, of pol harassment politicians should expect to face. Uh, others criticising the arrest include former Director of Public Prosecutions, so no partisan hack here, uh, politician Helen Dalton, journalist John Pilger and Media Watch. In March 2022, police dropped all charges. Um, and uh, just at the point where Barilaro was uh, being forced to hand over, I believe, documents from his staff, he quit politics, meaning that he no longer had to. Um... Around this time, he also left his wife of 26 years to um, Barnaby up uh, with his own media advisor. But anyway, this current American trade envoy scenario is the gold standard for corruption. Of uh, the like of which it's so transparent when you read through it that it, 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 the level of arrogance and disdain for the public that you would have to even consider doing this is is mind-blowing it's the perfect paradigm gold standard of largesse of corruption of um a disgraceful waste of public money in order to enrich yourself so john barillaro whilst deputy pm created this job That, for any normal human being, would be the end of it. He created a $500,000 a year job as a trade envoy to America. This is around, I guess, August time last year. Gladys Berejiklian, the then State Premier of New South Wales, agreed with the appointment of a candidate. And anyone that in the media is saying, well, that wasn't done and dusted. We have paid this candidate out of the taxpayer's purse a settlement. When do you ever get offered a job and get paid a settlement if they rescind it? If they've rescinded it and you get paid probably a, a hundred grand or more, and we need to know how much the candidate that was offered the position got paid out of the taxpayer's purse. How much was it? Was it a few hundred thousand dollars? So to say that she hadn't technically been offered the role, you don't give out settlements to people that haven't been offered the role. That's not legally binding to say, well, you're looking good for the role, we'll let you know. That doesn't get you thousands, hundreds of thousands in settlement money. So it's pretty clear that she was offered a job. Now, Gladys then got ousted a few months later in a corruption scandal. What is this thread? Um, so she she gets booted from office. She resigns, and like within days, John Barillaro also resigns his position, and that actually stopped him having to provide the friendly Geordie's legal team with um, 
phone records and stuff like that, text messages, because he was no longer in government. But what none of us realised at the time is at that time they then rescinded the job offer to the person that had been offered the role as that $500,000 a year trade envoy to America. Why did John Barillaro quit politics? Hmm. Well, it seems like he waited. So he waited a little while and then was appointed by his own ex-member of staff in that 500k a year job. A job he created that already had someone that was close enough to having the job that we had to pay them out. He then quits politics and takes up a job after being given it by his own ex-staff member. The optics on this are the classic gold standard. This is one of the greatest corruption scandals for optics there has ever been. It is so transparently clean. Now, Dominic Perrottet has gradually moved himself behind the uh, curtain here to say that he's got nothing to do with what's happened and moving closer and closer to saying that John Barillaro can't have the job. The latest, as I make this, is that John Barillaro might get paid out a settlement because they won't give him the job now. This will be a role created by John Barillaro where we've paid two settlements without appointing anyone. And if that ain't corruption, and if that isn't a terrible functioning government, I don't know what is. So, um, goodbye, Dom. Goodbye, the Liberal Party from New South Wales. This one's got legs, and it's going to run. See you at the election.